Welcome, movie fans. This is Sequels Suck, the podcast that loves all things sequels, remakes, and reboots, I guess. Uh, we are back for 2023. It is a brand new year. And of course, there is umpteen sequels already in the works, been announced. There are sequels that have been announced for movies that haven't even finished playing at the cinema yet. Uh, and it is a very interesting year for sequels because unlike the past 10 years, the slate is not stacked to the brim with men and women in spandex. Things are getting a little diverse this year. So we wanted to jump on, say happy new year to everyone and have a bit of a chat about what's what's been in 2022, what's coming in 2023 to get ourselves all pumped and ready for the year in sequels. Michelle, Cable, Happy New Year. How are we doing, guys? We good? No more men in spandex? No, now I'm just sad. Some. Some women in spandex. <laughs> no, but... men, I said not women. Hey, so there's a little bit of spandex in all of us. Did we, do we have a good New Year's, guys? Are we feeling happy? Are we feeling pumped for the new year? Yeah, I was just saying to Michelle off air, it actually feels weird that we did a recording not so long ago, but it feels like a long time ago mm-hmm. already. We haven't so been all like, together. Oh, I feel like I miss the, miss the uh, tribe and uh, great to be back. It, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good to be back on on Mike. Uh, and it's it is like it's a crazy slate of stuff that is coming out. There's stuff that is mm. like we have sequels announced through to the end of 2025 at the moment, and not like not like TBD. Maybe like studios mm. have said you're getting this December 2025. Yeah, it is happening. We've locked it in. Now, that doesn't always mean it's ha- going to happen. We know studios can get a bit close and be like, oh, we kind of jumped the gun. But there's also a bunch of stuff that uh, I want to talk about in this episode that I genuinely had no idea existed and is coming out like next month. <laughs> Sequels to like quite big studio pictures. Oh, you didn't know Just- Scream 6 was coming out? I had no idea there was going to be a Scream 6. That really it just, it died. You thought it died with Dewey and that was it. Look, they they did it. You know, they did uh, exactly what David Gordon Green did with Halloween 2018. They came back to tell the very last chapter of the story and they told it and it made a lot of money. So, of course, the studios never wanted to touch the property again because that's how they like to do things. Uh, that is a good place to jump off, though, because as mm. of recording, we have just gotten the first official, not teaser, but actual trailer of Scream 6, which is, is I think, all three of ours, one of our most uh, hyped movies for 2023, even though we have varying levels of... Uh, opinion on on Scream Five. Um, the title, it. I think, yeah. is the first thing that we we got. That is, it's Scream Six in Roman numerals, and then we're we're in New York, New York, new rules apparently. Via mm. uh, Montreal. Remember? I'm sure you guys have have watched and rewatched the trailer a lot more than I have at this point. How are you how are you feeling? What's your early vibes on where Scream Six is going to take us? Are you feeling good? Oh, silence, isn't it? You can, you can say <laughs> words, Michelle. Radio oh, silence, both in directors yeah. and in um, both radio silence and directors. I was, was going to let Michelle, Michelle go how are you feeling oh, about okay. New York New Rules? I'm very excited. Yeah, Michelle, go. I've watched all the um the breakdowns on the YouTubes, already know all the Easter eggs and been looking at all the theories, so I'm very excited for it. Are you feeling confident uh, on the survival of uh, quote unquote legacy characters this time around? Because we're kind of, I mean, you could count Kirby if you wanted to, but really if we're talking OG, we're down to one uh, Mm -hmm. because of contract disputes, no Nev, because of horrible script writing decisions, no David Arquette. So uh, we got Courtney, how are you feeling about when the credits roll? Is Gail Weathers in a body bag? What's your early vibe? I think Gail survives, but I reckon Tara is done. Like General Tega has just blown up in this past year like they can't afford to get her back or she's just going to be too busy off doing wednesday season two and see everything else i i feel like it's going to be the flip side 
I feel like uh, I feel like she's the face now. It's exactly what they wanted. Like if Nev Campbell is done, mm-hmm. if she's out, you need a face on the poster. And if you've got a surviving character from Screen Five who is now one of the biggest <laughs> sort of stars of the moment, mm. thanks to um, thanks to Wednesday the TV show, man, mm. pay the bill and keep her because you learn when you don't pay, the stars walk. So mm. maybe this, maybe they learn a lesson. I don't know. What do you think, Cable? You've you've overanalyzed, I'm sure. No, I don't think so. I've probably watched it maybe four or five times, but I say to Michelle off air. Yeah, for I comparison, I've watched it one and a half times. Yeah. I was like, all right, I get it. <laughs> I think I've seen so, it more than five. So. Um, and the same was by accident. <laughs> no, I was, I, I was saying to Michelle off air, and I've said it to a couple other friends when we've talked about it. I still feel like these trailers, they just show us that just a bit too much. Like, I think the Gale call, great. Show us a little bit of that, but then cut it. Just, just give us a, a little bit of a taste. Um, the same with this, uh, the convenience store scene. I felt like they gave us a little bit too much of that, and then, uh, and then the rest was okay. It was just smash cut. Apart from, I think the big reveal and the biggest talking point right now, and I know why they put it there because it's generated talk and chatter and trending on Twitter and all that sort of stuff. Is the museum slash shrine scene. Uh, shots which per- the ghost cave is what we're trying to I wish that was kept totally secret for the audience yeah I think that would have been awesome as a reveal for us as an audience as the, the the characters see it for the first time too but I also understand why they put it there because it has generated so much buzz on social media people debating or what it is all the artifacts that are there all that sort of stuff so I, I, I totally understand why it's there but it would have been nice to have that as a big reveal you know just like a killer reveal yeah, I sort of wish with this one, because I, I feel like with the, the last Radio Science Screen film, they really went hard on on giving us a lot uh, because they needed to re uh, restart the engine. You know, it had been quite a while since Scream 4, so I felt like they were like, yeah, we got to let you guys know what you're getting. And also first Scream film, no Wes. So we need to get the audience in. Obviously it worked. Movie made a ton of money. I feel like this kind of round, they could have just done the teaser. Like just the short clip on the subway, like it's New York, mm, so there's yeah. a subway. We get it. Yeah, I agree. And then not much. And I understand that that's just not how movie marketing works. And they've done mm. plenty of studies uh, where they show that audiences actually show up to films more when they know more about the movie. So the more you show in a trailer, the more yeah. likely audiences are to go to watch it because people want to know yeah. what they're getting. Mm. On the flip side, it's called Scream Six. I feel like you know what you're getting. Yeah. You're getting yeah. a Scream movie. The only thing that we didn't know without watching it that we know is that it's in New York, and they've told mm. us that umpteen times. Like, that's the only bit of information we need. Yeah. Hey, it's not Woodsboro, it's in New York. Oh, okay, cool. That's all I need. I get it. Subways, apartment buildings, alleyways. Cool. Space. Let's Let's yeah. roll. Um, I mean, I don't want to get bogged down in Scream because this is not a Scream episode, but, you know, one of the things I really appreciated from Radio Silence the first time around was they admitted they didn't really want to – they were having trouble coming up with a trailer because they didn't want to spoil it for people mm-hmm. for Scream 5. And they'd had the teaser and everyone's like, when's the, you know, there was all this buzz, people on Twitter, like, when are we going to see the trailer? We want to see the trailer. So they bring out a trailer, but they brought out a trailer win for two minutes and 10 seconds or something like that, which I don't, is there a rule about trailer length? Because I feel like if you really don't want to show too much, can it be shorter? Hmm. Um, But like, like you just said, Angus, maybe they just think, oh, well, people need to see enough to be interested to go. And they purposely had made a comment about not having a trailer that was spot too spoilery and that's what they did for five i thought it was way too spoilery number five and then 
same thing with this one. I don't think it's super spoilery, but it's like, learn the lesson from the first time. Why don't you just keep it nice and short and sharp? Just hit us with a couple of, yeah, I don't know. I just think, I don't know. I think they could have made it tighter and shown us some a couple other little bits and pieces. Like, do we even see, we barely saw Samara weaving. There's other characters that yeah. we never saw in the trailer. We barely saw Hayden Panettiere. Like, yeah. there is the slightest moment where they're like, oh, it's Kirby. I know something about trauma or something like that. Yeah. And then we've yeah. gone, which they're not showing her too much because she's the killer, obviously. And they don't want to, <laughs> the more she's on screen, the more the audiences are like, Oh, I just want to clarify for our audience. This isn't a leak that's come out. This is just a hard and fast theory I personally have. I haven't spoiled the movie for anyone. No one has announced who the killer is. There's been no script leak. I'm just telling you. As so when he's right. Has watched these movies a lot. I'm pretty freaking sure that she's the killer. Yeah, look, uh, TBD. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I am more excited about Scream 6 than, uh, than I thought I would be. Yeah. Uh, I think perhaps I've let go of like everything. I, I have let go of everything that I wanted uh, the next chapter of the Scream franchise to be. Mm -hmm. um, and I am just accepting that the people are making it, other people are making it, and they're going to do the very best they can. And I'm going to sit down, you know, opening weekend and watch it with an open mind and open heart. And I'm probably going to have fun because you can't kill Dewey twice. Like you, you can't stomp on my stole more than once. It's done. You did it. I honestly, I'm not that attached to Gail. Oh, unless... goes, I'll kind of be like, wait. <laughs> Like, unless Dewey, I know unless Dewey's in a dagger to the heart for cable. No, I was going to say you can only kill Dewey again if um, it's like a funeral scene, and then at the start, and then they re-show his death scene from a different angle in Scream Six. Or he's secretly or, alive, and they bring him back to kill him again. Yeah, if he's not dead, a zombie, he's held prisoner. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, they said there's never been a ghost face like me. If the ghost face is the reanimated corpse of Dewey Riley, this film gets <laughs> ten out of ten. Just, just for taking a big swing. Um, Scream is not the only Scream Six is not the only no. movie coming out uh, this year. There is it's a lot of sequels. There is the inevitable uh, Marvel and DC onslaught that won't die. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania mm -hmm. is coming out first. The first Marvel one coming out this year. We're going to cop that uh, in February, I think. So pretty damn mm -hmm. soon. Kind of excited for this one. Honestly, I've been watching through all the Marvel movies and I've mm. gone through the peaks and troughs like, this series is pretty sick to what am I doing in my life? Mm. And I'm kind of back around to it because Paul Rudd is one of my favorite actors and mm. the Ant-Man movies have always had promise, but they've never, like, they've always been the palate cleanser. It's mm. like, hey, here's Endgame. Now here's, uh, or he's, he's Infinity War and now he's Ant-Man and the Wasp just to, like, chill out for a minute. They've never given it any sort of weight. This one mm. is the setup for the next era of Marvel. This is like the next 10 years of Marvel movies are going to spiral off from quantum mania. So how are you guys feeling about, about Marvel in 2023 and about where we're about to um, give a shit anymore? Well, no, cause I, I actually, I actually <laughs> don't. Shit, Michelle? <laughs> and I don't think Michelle does. I've never seen her make a Marvel shirt. Um, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be honest. And I think I've said this on a few, this podcast and, and probably chat flicks as well, that, once Infinity War finished, I was sort of kind of done. I was just cooked on Marvel. Yep. And the only thing outside of that that I've watched is the Spider-Man movies because Spider-Man is my favourite character. But the show, Loki, WandaVision, I have followed none of it since. I've watched, I haven't watched any of the other films. But funnily enough, the Wasp, uh, sorry, the Ant-Man and Wasp, and or just Ant-Man in general, I actually enjoy those movies. Yes, they might not be mm. the greatest Marvel films, but I feel like everyone bags those. I'm like, yeah, but just having the Paul Rudd be semi-serious but comedic enough, 
I just find them fun movies and this one is kind of like, oh, I'm kind of interested in seeing, but now I feel like I, there's so much information I need to go back and collect to go see it. Well, this is something that's going to be really interesting for Marvel moving forward this year. And I, I know you guys don't really give a shit, but I will say like tiny spoilers for anyone who is not 100% up to date on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, but take the, out the headphones. <laughs> the major villain moving forward for the next um, 10 years is, is Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror was introduced kind of, and then this is the spoilers, Kang the Conqueror was introduced in the Loki series as the this kind mm. of the secret big bad. And this is the era of Marvel we're moving into, whereas like it used to be the TV series kind of happened aftermath. Like the Hawkeye series is great. I really enjoy it. It has nothing to do with the cinematic universe. You cannot watch it. Watch the movies. Doesn't matter. Same with like, I mean, Moon Knight doesn't tie into anything at this point. She-Hulk Attorney of Law has like a couple of little, you know, bits and pieces but loki sets up quantumania and quantumania sets up the universe so we're kind of entering this period where if you are just watching the movies if you are just going to the actual cinema you will get 20 minutes into this film and be like who the fuck is that why is that why did the music do that when he walked in why is everyone like what what's happening because again like spoilers but they they allegedly kill off kang the conqueror in loki and because it's marvel when they did that everyone went but we know he's the next big villain. So he's not dead, but they, they do try to trick you in that way. So mm. weird what that does. Uh, the other studio that does not have this problem because the TV shows have never interacted and it's just in a constant state of free fall and mess. We're getting Shazam Fury of the Gods. Mm. We're getting Aquaman and the donkey who learned to swim or whatever the hell that one is called. <laughs> I can't even remember anymore. Uh, we're getting... is, he like, is he like Aquaman What's... that you see like from... You know the original comics where he's like on a seahorse. Oh no 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 no! You should probably <laughs> no, watch no. the Aquaman movies. It's Jason Momoa yeah. shirtless punching guys in the head. I know. I've like missed those ones. Oh. Most. Um, mm. And we're also at some stage, uh, allegedly, unless somebody comes to their senses, we're gonna get uh, the Flash film, which, t- whilst technically not a sequel, is part of the ongoing. What DC. what date are you seeing for that? Because I feel like I heard June for that again, but I thought that was shelved. I've stopped but... tracking it because honestly, I feel like they push the release date every time Ezra Miller does something crazy, which at this stage is like almost four times a year. So it's mm. a hard one. It is also interesting uh, what they're going to do with the DCU because James Gunn, director of mm. the, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and the uh, Suicide Squad sequel, is taking over as the head. He's the Kevin Feige of DC now. He's the big boy. But before he does that, he's got a sequel coming out, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah, another Mm. Marvel movie is coming out. Uh, And I know I said at the start of this, it's not all spandex. I'm just trying to get these out of the way first. But we are, in addition to having a a universe of Marvel that is now based itself around its self-contained TV shows from its self-contained streaming service, we're also getting a Marvel uh, director jumping over to DC to take over everything and kind of steal the tricks of the trade because he spent a lot of time hanging out with Kevin Feige and, and working his way up the ladder and getting fired and then rehired to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was the big story early last year because of some decades-old tweets. Uh, so, look, who knows what's going to happen there, but there is there is a few, but comparatively less than in previous years. That's that's me pausing. Oh, okay, I just give me two seconds. Do you have a list of, of sequels that excite you? No. Green oh. six. That's about it. Wow. I, I think I got one here that'll get you excited. Okay. All right. Is there naked guys? <laughs> I just asked Michelle if there's any um sequels that are, uh, she's excited about for this year. She said not really. Um, 
Scream 6. And I said, I got one to get you excited. And she said, is there naked guys? Magic Mike's Don't. last dance is coming out this year. <laughs> I've never seen Magic Mike. Yeah, that's weird. Betrayal. Uh, really I started Not only... They swear too much. And I was like, I can't deal with this. If I watch it, I'm just going to watch it with the sound off. Oh, so what you're saying is you want to see the pretty naked boys, but shh, don't ruin it by talking? <laughs> yes. Wow. Like life. <laughs> All right. You are, my goodness, you're three tweets away from being cancelled. Um, Magic <laughs> Mike's last dance, last dance. This is one of the ones I was talking about at the start of the show where this is like a big franchise. Channing Tatum took like five years off films. He just disappeared for a bit and now he's back. It's coming out February 10th. Like <laughs> it's coming out in a couple of weeks and Steven Soderbergh is back at directing. He didn't direct the sequel, and now he's back directing the third one, which they're saying is definitely, absolutely the final chapter in the Magic Mike uh, saga, which is what it's become. There's well, going to be as many Magic Mike movies as there are Back to the Future movies. If we want to do an episode thinking? about it, I'll go see um, if I have to. Well, look, I, I, I was not interested until I saw Steven Soderbergh is back, because he's in interesting director who makes mm. good films but also strange choices like yeah. he made the girlfriend experiences like oh yeah i'm just gonna get a real porn star to star in this movie and he's like i'm gonna make unsane i'm just gonna film it all on an iphone for no reason just to see what it's like and then i'm gonna make a movie uh during covid on an actual cruise liner and i'm only gonna give myself enough time to film from when we leave one port to when we arrive at the other that's it if i don't get it it's not in a movie like he makes wild stuff um and so if he's coming back to make this one, I, I feel like it's probably for a reason. Like he's got something to say. He's too smart of a guy to just be like, all right, I'll make Magic Mike 3. <laughs> so, so what I'm hearing is we're all going to pick a date in February to go see Magic Mike 3 at the cinema. February 10th is when it is coming out. That's the wow. date. Speaking of sweaty, shirtless men, Creed 3 mm. is coming out. And this one is becoming controversial because no it's Stallone. A, it's not about yeah. the band Creed, right? It's not about the band Creed. It's not about uh, okay, the making so, of um, What If. So for Michelle and everyone else who hasn't uh, followed this, Creed is an incredibly successful sequel slash uh, spin-off from the Rocky mm. franchise. Uh, and Creed, Apollo Creed is Rocky's opponent in the very first Rocky movie. This uh, film series follows his son with a very old Rocky Balboa coaching him. Mm. Uh, Stallone was in one and two. Now, the, the controversy is that he wasn't asked to be in Creed 3, which mm. I don't know because he's still an executive producer because he owns the property um, and he's too smart of a businessman to let mm. something happen where he would be written out of his own franchise. So I don't know what the kind of happened there, but mm. we're getting a, a movie in the Rocky universe with no Rocky for mm. the first time ever. I think he's just got too caught up in remastering the original Rocky movies that he forgot they were making a third Creed film. Cause it is bizarre. Like I, to be honest, I haven't totally followed it, followed it at all. Haven't really dug deep into why he's not in it or why he's not involved per se. Though I have seen a little bit of, you know, bit, bits and, you know, bits and pieces pop up on social media to the point of he wasn't happy with any of the Creed films. Like he was a, part of them but he wasn't super high on them and I'm like what hang on a second I thought they were good films and you were good in them and I don't know so it's kind of like this yeah that weird... feels like a revisionist history because he mm. would not shut up about how good Creed was yeah and, and that's told everyone it was his idea so yeah yeah I think there's I don't know and it, look that could be misquoting I mean that happens a lot <laughs> these days that someone says <laughs> one thing and they just go with the one sentence instead of the whole paragraph and 
make it look like they said something that they didn't. So I don't know, but it does seem really bizarre for him not to be involved in this one um, and kind of be on the outs and kind of be annoyed. Because you don't need Stein being angry about anyway. Not about this. I mean, but is, you know, is it, you know, have we got another screen with no Nev situation going on? Did somebody just not offer enough money and Stallone's just not going to say it out loud, but Nev did. I don't know. Uh, More men punching people. John Wick 4 is coming Mm. out this year. I did not think we were getting four John Wick movies. My God. Uh, It has been a law of diminishing returns with these. I love Keanu. I think it's a great character for him. The first one was incredible. The second one was, I couldn't follow it. The third one got crazy weird, which I kind of enjoyed, but also I fell asleep in the mm. final fight. Uh, and I love these kind of movies. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. I, I like the first one, but I think, like you said, diminishing returns. I kind of gets to the point where it's just waves upon waves of these guys, and he's just got all the guns and. It's... Well, they're trying to write in some kind of epic. Yeah, lore but it's, the it's universe still now, and it's just yeah. not there. But it's still, it's still too. I just feel like John Wick, especially in some parts, is just like watching someone on Twitch play Grand Theft Auto or some sort of video yeah. game. It just yeah. gets a little bit over the top and, you know, he kills like 170 blokes and he gets a couple of bullet wounds himself, fixes himself up and he has enough friends to somehow get him out of a few pickles and that's it. And it's kind of like, oh, how many times can you do this? At least I feel like John McClane felt a little bit more realistic. It wasn't waves upon waves of people after him. Well, I guess the problem that uh, John Wick has written itself into, and may- maybe John Wick 4 fixes that, who knows, um, is that, you know, use John McClane as example. He was like, wrong place, wrong time, you know, right guy to solve the day, save the day. Whereas with the John Wick movies, it feels like everyone is trying to kill John Wick. Mm. So yeah. he, he is the center of the problem. And that does become a bit ridiculous. ridiculous. It's like, how many people are going to try and kill one guy? Like, he's already killed like mm. 900 people. Mm. <laughs> The only thing that does get me excited about this is that Donnie Yen is in it. And I love Donnie Yen. He's an incredible mm. martial arts uh, actor and he hasn't done much, uh, at least not much for like the, the American film market mm. in a while. I'm keen to see that. This movie was meant to come out two years ago. They finished it two years ago and COVID delayed it. Wow. So the only thing that blows my mind more that there is a John Wick 4 is that we were going to get a John Wick 4 two years ago. I don't yeah, know crazy. they would have made it. They must have made it as soon as they finished John Wick 3. Or should I say John Wick? Parallel. Maybe they just repurposed the third movie and it's just, you know, maybe that's it. Rebadged John Wick 4. Just chuck they it just... on streaming. You're not Top Gun Maverick. Like, stay in your lane. <laughs> Speaking of lanes, uh, we're getting Fast X. Mm. See what I did there? Lanes, driving mm-hmm. cars. That's a pretty damn mm. good segue. You should appreciate <laughs> Very that. Very good. Very Edit good. That out. If it's on my head. Fast <laughs> X, the alleged uh, final? final one. However, they have already intimated that this is actually part one of a two part. Oh, film. Of course. So Fast X part will be one double X, and be, the next one will be Fast into. XX. And yeah. then it'll cross over um, with that, what is it, Vin Diesel's X or Triple X? Triple X. Oh, it's called Triple X. I like that, yeah. Yeah, Fast Triple X. You're welcome, Hollywood. Get him uh, making no sense in two franchises. Yes. Look, for people who love the, the Fast and the Furious movies, this is a big deal, and God bless them. I've, I think I tapped out around number five or six, and there's a oh, couple in there. That God, are, I've only well seen like two. There's a couple in there that are fun. There's a couple in there that are just abysmal. They did the Fast and the Furious franchise, I think, is very interesting from a sequel point of view because they knew like three films in that they were done. Mm. And if they wanted to keep going, they had to be drastic. So they were just like, 
fuck it we're uh gonna do heist movies now we're mission impossible with cars and they like <laughs> yeah. rebranded the entire franchise yeah 100 and then like so i think it's it has the most annoying naming of any franchise too because i think it's the fast and the furious too fast mm-hmm. too furious fast and the furious tokyo drift mm-hmm. then just fast and furious yep then fast, fast five, five and then furious six and then fast and the furious seven because they couldn't figure out a fun one for that <laughs> then furious so it just it jumps around but i think um and they well, didn't they have Shaw and Hobbs as well? Yeah, so originally that was a total yeah. spin off, and then the studios panicked, and then it became Fast and the Furious presents Sean and Hobbs, but Shaw and Hobbs, <laughs> yeah. or... whatever. So, like, some, of, some of them are genuinely thrilling, fun rides. Part of me kind of wants to check this out in the cinema because I know they did a lot of practical effects. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. after seeing Top Gun Maverick in the cinema, mm-hmm. I'm really keen for that kind of stuff. You know, and that, Fast and the Furious movies, you should be excited. Yeah, just, um, you know, just to, I'm a bit like you. I, Definitely, I'm not a car person to start off with, but I got given, I won tickets for the first movie and went on to see it and went with a rev head, so he loved it. And I did enjoy aspects of it, but the one thing I did like was, generally speaking, most of it was practical effects, like real cars, real car smashes. I got on board. Then I got dragged along to see Too Fast, Too Furious. Obviously, Vin Diesel doesn't come back, so it's all about Paul Walker. And then when he launches a car onto a boat, that's when that kind of lost me and it was kind of like i'm out i somehow i think i got dragged to tokyo drift because i know i've seen that one too mm. um but apart from that i was kind of like i don't like if you're going to keep cgiing cars and being ridiculous it, it it there's something about it just doesn't it doesn't have you put the stakes on it but it's not real if it's i want to see a real stunt in a car and then i feel well, like it. like yeah. like when they're coming out and that's why i always give james bond films especially the first 20 that when they wanted to cast stunts they're like we do this for real um and you know i think that's what the fast and the furious need to do i know it's dangerous but if you want to do it you got to make it look real or maybe cgi cgi around it or something but the real cast stuff has to be legit otherwise well, it just doesn't and justin lynn is back directing him and he's he's done a few of them and he's he's a big practical effects guy so i think yeah See, I've Brilliant. only seen the first two, and I would say I'm not a car person either, but I will admit it on here. I have a um, car model of the pink car from Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm. <laughs> wow. What, <laughs> what a very specific piece of memorabilia to have yeah. from a franchise you care not at all about. I, well, it was I a cool car back like in the day. Got a wall <laughs> and it's all just like crap. What kind, what kind of car is it? Face masks and then the pink car from Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> not even the muscle car from the first one. No, I think it's just a Holden, but it was pink and it was cool it's nothing like it's, it's not a fancy it. like you know ferrari or whatever your assessments of movies is always just delightful a few more superhero films coming across the slate as well uh mm. spider-man across the spider-verse the sequel to the animated smash i would mm. say that i genuinely was one of my favorite films since him as the year it came out mm. miles morales spider-man i'm i'm all in if you like yep. these movies, you already know. If you haven't seen these movies, just go watch the first one. You'll understand. They're so freaking good. On the trailer, seems pretty epic as well. I have not watched it. I don't want to watch it. I don't need okay. to know. I want no spoilers. I want nothing. The second they announced they were making a sequel, I was like, you have my money. I don't need anything else from you. <laughs> I'm going in. And it's the I believe two-parter. And the I was going to say, I believe that's to be a two-parter. It absolutely <laughs> is. And I think the second part might... Oh, I think it's... I think it's it was going to drop this year. Now I think it might be dropping early 24, but we're getting a sequel to the sequel, which is great. Right, Michelle's busting to say something. Oh, no, it's just, it's a Honda S2000. It's not ah. even... 
Yeah, I was going to I didn't want to correct you on the Holden. I was pretty sure. Holden, Honda, whatever. If it was an Australian movie, it would have been a Holden. Well, true. Holden versus Ford. Muscle car fan base for the show. They all just unsubscribe. (laughs) Holden, Honda, same thing. (laughs) Delete. Delete this bullshit. (laughs) Uh, It had wheels. It was pink. We're getting another live-action Disney remake. Who's excited? Oh, God, which one? The Little Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. No. I think that's where (laughs) everyone is a bit at with these. They don't Uh, need to keep doing it. Well, this one looks like it might have some merit. Like, they're making some interesting choices. It's a fun one. Seeing real mermaids could be cool. Like, doing the Lion King was such a weird choice because you just... Mm. You went from animating it as a cartoon to animating it as a cartoon that was trying to look real. Yeah. yeah. And the Jungle Book was the same thing. Like, just watch the cut. Everything on here is fake. Mm-hmm. It's all green screen. Just watch the cartoon. But this one, mm. you know, real they're mermaids. people. They're, well, they're mermaids. <laughs> and I think for kids, I mean, these movies are always for kids. For kids in particular, to be able to go to cinema and see what ostensibly looks like a real mm. friggin' mermaid, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Uh, not so much for me. Tell you what is friggin' for me that I wrote off completely until I saw the trailer by accident. Transformers Rise of the Motherfucking Beasts. This movie <laughs> looks bad ass. Mm. Have you guys seen the trailer? Yeah. Oh. I may have seen giant it a few times. robots that mm. also transform into giant gorillas. I mm. will give you so much of my money to watch this movie. <laughs> I am very excited. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how it actually fits into the whole universe because I feel I stopped like watching. I got halfway through the second Transformers. I love the first one. The second one I was like this is Yeah, I've shit. seen the first one. I'm never going back. I will I'm going to go watch all of them just I'm... to make sure that I fully appreciate this one. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm probably the Transformers loser in the room because clearly I've seen all of them. I have them all on I think 4K or whatever and I, I wouldn't Are sit they down better? Watch them often. <laughs> I know they well, it's it it it's hard. Like I, I think it's just I just am too loyal that I stick with it. But I firstly Michael Bay, he he did it the first couple. We did the first five, but he kept saying, "Oh, this is my last one, but I'm going to hand it off. But we're going to continue. I'm going to be producing." And then he still ended up making. Well, he four, did an interview. Four and he five. said an interview. I made too many of them. I shouldn't have made so many. Oh and no, it's ridiculous. Like I didn't ask. I, I do feel like I do feel like. A lot of the times when I think of a scene and stuff, I'm like, so much of it blends into one of these five movies. And I think, I will say, though, they came up with some really good concepts and ideas, but whether the execution of it and then, and maybe the novelty, like seeing Transformers for the first time in that first movie. Oh, my God, that was so it, it was great. It was so groundbreaking to see, you know, Amazing. all the innards. It's just, you think about Optimus Prime transforming. Bumblebee and just seeing all the motors and everything moving around as they transform, like, oh my god, this is just epic. But then once you get to the fifth movie, it's like, we've seen this, we've done this, we've seen the explosions, we've seen the chases, like, how much more do we need to see? And then they go, okay, we're going to kind of do a bit of a reset. And Bumblebee was really good. So I don't know where this sits in. Is this a continuation of the Bumblebee storyline or is this part of the first five storyline? It's, I don't know. I wonder if perhaps Transformers has finally realized they don't need to worry too much about storyline. And it's like, look, it's a giant Transformer <laughs> gorilla. And people are like, we yeah, give that'll bring him in. in. Mm. Punch him. Punch him in the head. Yeah. Um, the Hunger Games? Mm. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes? This There's is weird. That, it's crazy because I can year? tell you for a fact I learned about this today. I was actually listening to Chatflix and they were talking about what's coming out this year and they mentioned this and I'm like, what? I yeah. like the Hunger Game movies, but I did not know there was going to be a prequel. 
it's is it the book or is it a brand yeah, new thing i think no. there's a book that's just come out ah, it's like that... a spin-off or a yeah a prequel to the hunger games but just before wow. see that i've even met bumblebee oh for the listeners uh, michelle is showing us a photo of her uh, looking almost like bumblebee's trying to grope you is that what's mm-hmm. happening <laughs> his hand is is not yeah. what's Maybe. going on you're also seeing fine with it so good yeah. on both of you okay. and i can kind of imagine bumblebee well. you know how he can't speak he's just playing that rick astley yeah. song you know was... <laughs> incredible yeah every time he does something inappropriate he's playing shaggies it wasn't me and everyone's like oh, yeah. you're delightful you're delightful yeah. a, a couple of a couple of the weird ones before we get to the the ones that i'm i'm genuinely uh pumped for wonka for getting oh. Charlie yeah. Trucker Factory prequel mm. that's a musical starring Timothy Chalamet. Oh, oh I didn't know it was a prequel. I thought it was just mm. another re- like reimagination. That's why he's so young in this one. Prequel, musical. But is it a prequel? Is it a prequel to the original, or is it just still a like? Or is it a prequel to the Johnny Depp? Yeah, let's see if it gives us anything. I don't think. Or it's just a prequel to like the story. I feel like he's. I feel like he's more of a. Timothy Chalamet looks a little bit more like he'd be a Johnny Depp yeah. kid, not a Gene Wilder kid. <laughs> True. And it depends on what setting because it needs to be sort of 70s looking or even earlier than that if he's Wonka. I don't know. I don't know. Do I need to see another really Wonka film? I don't know. I don't, I don't, look, honestly, this one's TBD for me because I like the choices of film that Timothy Chalamet has made recently. So mm-hmm. I kind of am interested to see why he would be jumping onto this when he doesn't need to. Like he's got, mm. he's got the cred to do whatever he wants to do. He's mm-hmm. got enough. Like he's in Dune. He's got a franchise. Mm. If he's worried about franchise money. Mm. Um, <laughs> he's he's kind of doing okay. Uh, all we know is that this story will focus specifically on young Willy Wonka and how he met the Oompa Loompas on one of his yes. earliest adventures. Mm. That's what we get. Um, as long as he gets to meet the Snozwangles as well, then that'd be good. And I yeah, want to see where Snozberries come from. As long as it's a bit crazy, I'm kind of, I think I might be on I think it will be. I don't know, yeah. I don't, like, get weird with it. If you're mm-hmm. going to make another Willy Wonka, like, let's have more of the weird kind of Gene Wilder Willy Wonka, not the wrong kind of weird mm. Johnny Depp Willy Wonka. <laughs> the Michael um, the, Johnny, the, the Johnny Depp one kind of, in hindsight, is kind of weird too, because he didn't he sort of half model it off Michael Jackson. And it's really half. weird. it's super weird if they'd made it a horror movie i reckon it would have been better the the tim burton one he's totally Uh, killing those kids putting him in his chocolate yes always i thought we all knew that we're also getting uh the nun 2 another one of those movies that in that universe which no one seemed to ask Mm. for or particularly pumped for the i like the conjuring but i didn't bother with Mm. the nun the the conjuring is a great film and it somehow has spiraled like this I mean, it's starting to kind of rival Marvel. It's it's mm-hmm. everywhere. It's like so many. Um, and also speaking of uh, Patrick Wilson, his other horror movie franchise that just won't go away, Insidious. We're getting Insidious mm. Part 5 with Patrick Wilson wow. directing. Wow. Why not? Like, hey, man. Why not? I feel like that's the go one I haven't well. caught up with. I think, what was the one with Ethan Hawke? Why do I get Insidious and... Sinister? Ah, Sinister. Sinister. I don't know why I get those marks. Sinister's sort of badass. Yeah. Sinister's really cool. Yeah. Really depraved. Uh, uh, there's um, a sequel to that I haven't checked out, but mm, love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like the Conjuring universe, they kind of needed to keep it, call it the Conjuring, but yeah, and title it the Nun or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like 
I've lost track of. They've got the Conjuring, then the Conjuring um, Two, then Annabelle, then Annabelle Creation, then the Nun, and it's just like, and then you can the, lose track the, of what Annabelle comes from. Lorna, Curse oh, of the yeah. Lorna is part of that universe. Uh, the Devil made me do it. Made me do it. Mm. Um, I feel like there's another one. So they should be Annabelle, like the Conjuring Annabelle comes present. home. There's like yeah. there's, there's mm. three Annabelles, two nuns, uh, La Lorna, uh, four. I lo- yeah, I I like the I. I like the idea of the nun, but I, I, I don't know if the nun was that good. The first, I, I haven't seen it yet, and I, I keep meaning to check these out because I am quite interested in a horror franchise that is doing, you know, kind of what Transformers and what uh, DC and Marvel are doing. Like, mm. hey, fuck it, we're just going to take all these properties, and every time there's one little mm. thing in a movie that people are like, that's cool, we're like we'll make a whole movie <laughs> out of that. Let's just keep going forever. Yeah. Um, Jason Blum and James Wan are smart people, so I, I, yeah. I trust that it's going to be a bit of fun. Okay, now a couple uh, that I think we can we can genuinely uh, get excited for. At least I hope mm. we're all excited for. And I, I'll start off with one we should, probably shouldn't be excited for, but I am. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Mm. We're getting a fifth Indiana Jones film. An alleged final, final one, according to Harrison Ford. This is it. It is mm. done. We are sans Spielberg. We've got James mm. Mangold, who's come on board as a director. We've got Antonio Banderas, Mass Mikkelsen, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Shanti Renee Wilson, mm. Toby Jones, Boyd Holbrook. Like, it's a hell of a cast. Mm. Oh, um, yeah, 100%. I, and the trailer gives me hope. But, um, you know, I, I, I kind of, it's funny because no Lucas, no Spielberg, you go, oh, that's their thing. That's that concerning. But then they did the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. But when was the last time a part five of a series came out with a brand new creative team and it didn't go? Uh, <laughs> I don't even start. <laughs> remember, but it feels like we might be. Look, I, it, this, I'm on the fence of this. I want to believe. Um, I think, mm. uh, unlike most series that do this kind of stuff where you, you keep making sequels well past the use by date, but because of pure nostalgia, I think. Indiana Jones at the moment has the best strike rate. Like we're three for four. That's pretty good. Mm. And I know the most recent one was the the disappointment for a lot of fans. But if they can pull this off, then we're four for five. And that is a pretty damn good strike rate for a franchise mm. that has been stretching on nearly what fifty years. We're coming up on something like that. When did the uh, first 40. come out? 40, uh, 40 years. Forty-two years we'll have from first mm. to last. That's pretty impressive. What do you think, Michelle? Are you are you are you keen? Oh, you no. Do you have you any can, love for you? Indian? can replace me for that episode. I couldn't kill us. Oh, don't worry. You've been replaced. <laughs> <laughs> but Indiana Jones, not even Indiana Jones, one mm. of the foundations. No, I tried to watch one of them, shot. but I think it might have been the one that you guys said was shit. So probably not. Oh, uh, you, you probably tried to watch four. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I feel bad for everyone whose who's first experience with Indiana Jones is Crystal Skull, which I've never hated. I just, it's just not great. But. <laughs> If that's your first introduction, you're not going to go back for more. I don't believe <laughs> um, Something that uh, it has absolutely earned my excitement based on recent movies that have fucking nothing to do with it is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part mm. 1. I'm, I'm, on, I'm, back, I'm back on the cruise wagon. You want to show me some more crazy live action stunts mm-hmm. of you just doing wild shit? I'm in. You have my mm. money. I'm pumped. Do you, did you guys, were you already high on the Mission Impossible series before Top Gun Maverick changed all their lives forever? Never seen them. No? Oh, they're great. You've got to check them out, Michelle. They're a wild, <laughs> wild series of films that 
like every sequel, it's almost like every sequel is from a different dimension. <laughs> like the first one is a Brian De Palma film. It's a Brian De Palma, like noirish thriller. The second one is a fucking John, John Woo Kung Fu movie. <laughs> like yeah. they just, they could, and then the third one is a JJ Abrams, like yeah. almost sci-fi techie kind of mm-hmm. man. Like they really, really kept jumping through different, genres for these movies until Christopher McQuarrie and Tom Cruise kind of teed up on five, I think. Mm. And since then it's it's very much been like I think Brad Bird did four. Yeah. Uh the guy did the incredible and then yeah it so yeah the guy directed the Incredibles yeah. his first live action movie <laughs> is, was Mission, Mission Impossible Four. That's how weird this series has been. Is Brad Bird and then yeah I thought Brad Christopher Bird McQuarrie had done no? Oh maybe I'm I felt like he's come back and he's done two of those movies. No, maybe not um i could be i thought chris mcquarrie had taken over and yeah and Tom Cruise were but like, that's um i think while we're talking some of these sequels like there's definitely some movies we're talking about that we're definitely going to talk about this year at some point um and mission impossible 2 is definitely one of those um and it's very famous for i guess the sliding doors moment that because there was so many reshoots on mission impossible uh 2 do gray scott who was supposed to be wolverine had to pull out of Wolverine and Hugh Jackman, who was the second choice, became Wolverine and is now been in how many thirteen films? Still, on, next, no, some next ridiculous year, amount of films. Is the and Dugray Scott is kind of he's not a nothing, but he hasn't had a career. Jeez, I, I think he would be spewing because I think Mission Impossible Two is definitely looked at as the um, the worst movie in the franchise. I'll hear none of it. It's amazing. Um, oh no, no! <laughs> I, I actually, I actually still like it. And I still kind of wish there was a day where um, John Woo was able to bring out the director's cut or at least the extended cut, which actually explains more of the movie because it was so much that had to be cut uh, for a time where, which made the story a little bit just all over the shop and no one could really follow it. It was all about the action. Um, so I, I'd like to believe in the, my heart of hearts there is a good Mission Impossible two out there somewhere it's it, um, it is it's the one that we saw in cinemas when we were 15 yeah. years old um, our minds. but yeah and to be honest Biscuit i did the theme song it was so good <laughs> yeah i look i didn't ha- i didn't, that didn't I make never, me want to watch it i never hated <laughs> yeah. uh, mission <laughs> i never hated mission impossible 2 but i i do understand the hate it gets and, and i understand why but um to quote yeah, what... uh to quote fred durst now i know why you want to hate me mm. oh not mm-hmm. my way or the highway I don't know. Is it because we're Australian, and when something gets filmed mainly in Australia, it kind of feels like oh, we take a bit of ownership. Yeah, yeah, we give it so much more credit. Like, yeah, so else, mate. Tom Cruise is Australian now, and Richard Roxenberg was you know really good in it as well. And yeah, but the um, yeah the sliding doors moment of it gave Hugh Jackman a I, I do his think, leg up. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. On on his deathbed, when someone <laughs> is uh, stroking Dougray Hot Scott hair and being like, "It's okay, you can let go." He's just gonna whisper like. I could have fucking been Wolverine. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, like you said, uh, next year we're uh, at this stage. Next year we're getting Deadpool three, and fucking he's back, Wolverine, baby. Right. Wolverine is mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman is back as Wolverine after all the uh, the hype and the the questions and the queries about who's going to replace Hugh Jackman as Wolverine when they inevitably bring Wolverine into the MCU because they can do that now. They've got the rights. It's going to happen. Who's going to be? Who's going to be? And then Ryan Reynolds is like, it's going to be fucking Hugh Jackman again. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> he's coming back. I don't care if he died in Logan. He's coming back. Yeah, yeah wild. Uh, but that's next year. That's not this year. What is this year apart from uh, part? So uh, that Mission Impossible is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning mm. Part 1. 
So it is not the full. And that's definitely an IMAX experience, I think, this time. It absolutely is a, a big old badass IMAX experience. Uh, what is coming out this year that probably, I think I would say early pick my most anticipated uh, and most excited for sequel for the year. Uh, Evil Dead Rise, we're getting mm. this year. A sequel to the original series, not is a it? remake that happened a few years ago. Yeah, it's okay. a, it a continuation of the original three. The remake is a separate universe situation. So is Bruce Campbell going to be in this one or not? No, so actually the first trailer for Evil Dead Rise, and I thought this is a really weird publicity move. The first trailer was Bruce Campbell posted on his Twitter, him talking to the camera being like, hey everybody, we got the exciting new trailer for Evil Dead Rise coming up. Uh, I'm not in it, but I did produce it. So I had lots to do with the creation of it. And I'm very excited about what we can. And he like, he really tells everyone mm. like, I'm not in the movie. There is no Ash, but I am the executive producer and Sam mm. Raimi and I like, sculpted this together um mm. so that when you know when fans check out imdb and don't see uh bruce campbell listed as ash they don't you know flip a table like those windy little bitches do um so it's it's not uh that feels weird though still it feels well i think they're getting ahead of the the, the problem and then they yeah after that, he showed the actual trailer and the actual trailer looks Fucking sweet! It looks so good. It looks so. It looks gory and. It does. It does feel like it's like Courtney Cox. It's like I'm a producer on Scream Seven. I'm not in it. Yeah. They couldn't afford me this time, and Nev decided to, you know, not be involved either. But I'm a producer, so it's all right. You can go and see it. Well, you know what I think it is. I think that perhaps Bruce Campbell has realized, like he studios just don't necessarily want him. Like he talks sliding doors moment. He, mm. It was down to him and Billy Zane to play the Phantom in the Phantom movie. Mm, mm. And Billy Zane got it. And, and uh, Bruce Campbell talks about this in his book, which is called If Chins Could Kill, which is a friggin' fucking hilarious book, but also a great name for a book. Um, and he talks about how, like, coming to terms with the fact that there was only so much he could do as a performer before it got to the point where he's like, it's my face. Like, there is a point yeah. where it's just my face is my face, and yeah. not every studio wants my face. Yeah. They want someone else's mm. face. So I just have to, like figure out and he, he talks about like i had to figure out my life as a b movie actor because i couldn't get my face to work in in a movies mm. um and then he you know got into tv and got burn notice and stuff like that so i think perhaps he's figured out for this one if he wants this franchise to have a really long uh, life after this kind of regeneration of the series again the smartest move for him is probably to keep his name on the project so the fans are excited mm. but to not necessarily put his face in the picture as a fan of Bruce Campbell, I think she'd been fucking everything. Mm. I love him, and I wish he was in this movie. So was it, did, did, he do, did he do a cameo in the remake? No. Oh, you're testing me. I don't think he did. But he's pretty, but he's pretty much been in everything Evil Dead, including the recent TV show, Ash vs. Which is incredible. Yeah. And I think that part might so be he's been So he's been part of that whole universe until yeah. now, is what we're saying, pretty much. Yeah, he, he yeah. is and and always has been a big, big part of, of Evil Dead. And so I think him doing this announcement is kind of like, it might be a, a, a double-edged sword where the fans of Bruce Campbell, you know, he wants to let them know, hey, I'm not in this. But also the people who are like, the TV show is kind of goofy. We don't want to watch 93 minutes of that. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. This is like real horror. It is a HBO Max movie. So mm. it means it's, it will get a small theatrical release at least in the states it might go I was to say, because was this, 
Was this also supposed to come out a while ago and then push, push, mm-hmm. push? Yeah, this was okay. uh, COVID. It was initially mm. going to come out early last year. Okay. Oh, um, wow. Now we get it in April this year. So uh, the director, Lee Cronin, I don't really know, but the trailer, I, I feel like Lee Cronin knows how to direct horror because it looks pretty freaky. Um, and it's it's exciting to see this franchise carry on. I like that they put it out of the cabin. They haven't gone back to the woods. This one is in an apartment block. I feel like 2023 might be a bit of the year of having horror in big cities because... Mm. <laughs> um, New York, New rules. I just saw Megan <laughs> and the large parts of Megan are set in a city. Cabin. And, oh, uh, horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're, they're doing... They're doing this heat. Lee Cronin directed a movie called The Hole in the Ground, which uh, I have not seen, but got great press as like a really eerie kind of film. Um, and and that's all I really know him from. He he did little bits and pieces of uh, like segments of anthologies, a couple episodes of a TV show for an app. Um, not much, but I know I feel confident that if uh, if Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi have got their paws all over Evil Dead Rise, they would have handpicked the director for it. Uh, I think he's going to be yeah. good. The trailer's good. It is my most uh, hyped and excited about film. I will be seeing it opening weekend. It's it's good. Do you have how? It just uh, let me guess. You have seen none of the Evil Dead movies, Michelle. Correct. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we absolutely hey. at some stage this year. I'm really going to push hard. Uh, perhaps even just before <laughs> the release of this one. I'm going to push really hard for us to do Evil Dead 2 because it is one of the best, yeah. most interesting and important horror mm-hmm. films slash yep. indie films ever. So just just heads up, Michelle, you might want to get on that. <laughs> You're just trying to make me watch things. Uh, look, I, you Expand will, your horizons. You will not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You absolutely will not be disappointed. <laughs> I've heard about the first one. It's weird. It sounded weird. Is that the Necromancer um, thingy or whatever it's called? The book? Necronomicon, yes. Yeah, first one. Uh, oh, God forbid! Movie. There's a movie with a weird book with an eye in it, or something. You know. Shut up! I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think everyone knows what he's talking. That's <laughs> a great movie. Leave it alone. It is a great movie that borrows heavily from Evil oh, Dead. I've already got a daughter that's like, "Can we watch Hocus Pocus again, Dad?" Yes, corrupted. What have I done? What have I she done? can come over here and watch it. I'll watch it's, it with her. Uh, good look. Uh, are there any are there any sequels we haven't covered yet that you guys are pumped for that you've seen on the slate that you're like yeah. I, well there's something you didn't mention and like, I'm gonna no. there's something you haven't mentioned and Meg two and Meg funnily two enough sorry I haven't mentioned it <laughs> and funnily enough um, Chadflix didn't mention this either when they talked about movies coming out and stuff but I'm pretty sure I saw Ghostbusters on the slate for December this is the uh, early rumor I was looking yeah. at today. so December twenty. Current announced release date for Ghostbusters Afterlife Part Two. Now, the things that have the, the reason I didn't bring it up yet, uh, I, I did want to talk about Fabro, but yeah, there's two things. One, there's no actual announcement about if filming's even started, let alone wrapped. I believe the rumor I heard of practical April. and digital effects. Yeah, I was hearing April, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't want them to rush it. So it also doesn't um, have an official title yet. Okay, um, so look, uh, what I've they... been hearing is Ghostbusters Firehouse, um, but that could be just totally. I would like that that could be, be so much the... better than Ghostbusters Afterlife Part Two, which is what I feel like they they might. No, I don't think. I think for. Mm. I think if it's not Firehouse, I really want it to be something like Ghostbusters After Afterlife. <laughs> that would make me happy. Just go go stupid. No, it's gonna be After Goes. Um, yeah. 
Um, but who yeah, knows? It could be. It could that, be if that's next real. Year. If that's real, it will be pretty high up on my list of excitement. Mm. Um, because you know, uh, the Ghostbusters series is one that no matter what the previous released film was, I will always go back for more without without hesitation because I think it's it is a deep well that perhaps sometimes isn't correctly uh, executed, but is always great. There is one. Um, that I was hanging out to talk about uh, 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 sort of until towards the end. Cause there's, there are, look, there's plenty of sequels coming out. We're getting Expendables mm. 4. We're getting uh, Equalizer 3. We're getting a lot of like sequels to action films. And it's kind of nice mm. because it is very eighties in that vibe where it's like, fuck it. We're just going to have another like guy with a gun go shoot some people. Cause the last one made some money and there's a market. And I'm glad we're getting back into that world of filmmaker a little bit where let's have fun. Not everything has to be a superhero movie or yep. a period drama. Let's have fun again. But 2023, it seems like it's big on fun. What we are allegedly getting in October this year, which I, I cannot believe it will come out in October. I really will be stunned if it actually comes out in October. We are getting David Gordon Green's The Exorcist, which in a maddening sense of deja vu is not a remake, but a sequel <laughs> to the original 1973 The Exorcist that ignores all the other sequels and just follows the events oh, of the original Exorcist no. that brings back the original female lead <laughs> of Ellen Bernstein, mm. who is rejoining the series, picking up all these years later, following the trauma of what happens to a woman whose daughter is possessed by mm. a demon. And they're already talking about it being a trilogy. So <laughs> no way. The Exorcist ends. Uh, David Gordon Green, Danny McBride uh, is back as his co-writer. Really? Uh, uh, also, Scott Teams and Peter Sattler are, uh, are coming on board to pen. You know what? I, to be totally honest. For any he... listeners who are confused about why we're confused, uh, David Gordon Green is the uh, director, producer, writer, architect of the most recent Halloween trilogy that did exactly what I've just described, but with Michael Myers. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Hey, come on now. Come on. Come on. That series is like 80% of the way there. All right. It's it's good. It's good. It was um, okay. I like how I like Halloween ends. I'll fight anyone. I don't care. <laughs> Halloween ends was it's crazy. People it was I, I, if I was at university, I'd write a thesis on that fucking movie. You could do it. it was, anyway. You know what? There's a, I think there's a video and it's like I watched it and we talked about it in our video saying how it was very 80s thing. You go back, there's a lot of parallels to Christine. I was like, oh my God, like, hello. Yeah, it's like, a, yeah, anyway, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. We've moved on. And who wrote Christine? Um, uh, who I'll, be Christine? I'll be fully transparent. Yeah, it's so, yeah. I'll be fully <laughs> transparent is that I don't care about any Exorcist remake. I never liked The Exorcist. I know that's blasphemy for some people, but I just, I, I didn't like it either. I got bored. I haven't even. Oh, yeah, that. I, I agree. With, I'm like Michelle. I got so amped for it. I just didn't. <laughs> I remember we did it for cinema. The power um, of Christ compels you. I just, I'm like, I, I understand why some people love it, but I actually felt bored in it. I was like, this just. I'm sure for back in its day, it was scary and it was good, but I tried to watch it years ago and yeah, couldn't get through it. But having said that, I'm definitely keen to actually check, rewatch it for the first time in probably 20 years and then actually watch the sequels. And is it the third one that has like a couple of different versions or was <laughs> Angus, lift your head. <laughs> because Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay, look, I, I will one, say so. this about 
I will say this about the Exorcist series. Uh, it, it does have a lot of parallels with um, the Halloween movies in that it gets freaking crazy for a little bit. So the second one, Exorcist 2, The Heretic, follows um, the the young girl, follows Reagan uh, a few years after the, the events. Um, and there is obviously, you know, a, another uh, evil that comes to town. Uh, it's pretty friggin' weird. The third act of that movie goes places that it it does not deserve to or is necessarily able to go, um, and it's it's pretty crazy. It does get hard to watch. Exorcist three pulls a Halloween three has fuck all to do with the first two. Has is Tom Atkins to in it? The first two. No, but I wish he was. But uh, it um, Butch sits sits Scott is in it, and he he's great in it. And it is it is a genuinely great horror film. Um, and there is one of the like best jump scares in uh, in cinema history in Exorcist Three, uh, which you can find a very deliberate nod and wink to uh, in a friend of the show Patrick Lucia's My Bloody Valentine. So it's, it's a great coming film that has a lot of history. Good plug. Uh, then there's also a couple of prequels. Uh, my favorite thing about the Exorcist prequels is they made one. And the studio was like, this is garbage, uh, but we're going to release it. But we also need to make a proper one. So as soon as they released that, they were like, immediately go and make another one, please. So there are two competing prequels mm. to Exodus, both approved by the I same mean, studio. I think Sean, Sean, someone like, we should, we just need- I think we need Sean on for those episodes. Oh, he would have seen them all. But Sean, I feel like that whole story, yeah, it's, Sean's it's well. very across all what happened with those films because I remember him talking. I'm pretty sure on Shadow Flicks. Is Linda Blair at least yeah. in? Any of the others? She's in two. Linda Blair's in okay. Heretic. She's not in three. She's not in the prequels. And she, it, it looks like she's not in uh, mm. David Gordon Green's The Exorcist, which is, I mean, c- can we just, can someone just ha- like have a quick five minute chat with either David Gordon Green or Jason Blum, whoever is like the final sound titles, just a quick chat about titles and creativity mm-hmm. and about stopping, stop, just stop making sequels. Stopping them from the making movies. <laughs> as the last, you bite your tongue. David Gordon Green is amazing. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it's like, come on, it was, it was hard enough taking Halloween as the title for the Halloween sequel. The mm-hmm. Exorcist is the sequel to the ex. like, come, come yeah. on, <laughs> man. Also, if it's following, like, the, the, the two Exorcists from the Exorcist movie are dead. Spoilers, but they're dead. All right, one of them dies in the first one, one of them dies in the third one. They're friggin' dead. Right? There's, so there's not going to be either of those exorcists in this new one. We're what if Ellen they're Burst's the ones character. haunting her now because they're dead? Mm. She no, might be being haunted by the... That, oh. We did that in three. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. We did that in Exorcist 3. It's ah, done. Blood, I was clever. <laughs> <laughs> so come up with a better title because this <laughs> one doesn't uh, really do it for me. Um, but, man, I, I, I'm interested. If he does something like... Uh, this movie will become my favourite movie of 2023 if... He does the same thing he did in Halloween Ends. He's like, fuck all of you. This is the movie I'm making. And it's going to go in this direction. And if you don't like it, you can kiss my dick. I'm like, yes, David Gordon. You are the fucking best. I would love it if people lost. But also, Exodus is a weird one because it doesn't have that fanatic fan base. Like, people accept the first one as being one of the great films you know, of the last century. And horror film fans will always put this you know, in their top top 10, top 20 films. Um if only because of how iconic it is and how impactful it is, but it doesn't like 
it doesn't have the rabid fandom of, of Halloween. So it is an interesting one to pick up mm. on and do as a sequel rather than a reboot. It also just had the the reboot TV series that, that came out. I think that finished up about two years ago, um, which no one seems to remember existed. No. <laughs> <at all>. no. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's going to be a very, very uh, interesting film to dive in on. But maybe maybe not the film I am most excited to see. That's definitely that it rise. Is the film I am most interested to like follow along the journey of in this year and to check out come October. And of course, um, I can't believe these words are going to leave my mouth. We're getting another Saw movie this year, guys. <laughs> Saw ten. Saw ten. What? Ten. Jigsaw's not Saw back. X. Well, it varies back and forth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's billed as Saw X. Sometimes it's. Billed... I think it was Saw X. And then Fast X came along. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so now I see it. It builds a ten a lot. I don't know, man. Like, they 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 literally spiraled off from the main story with Spiral. And now um, <gasps> we're back to the, the main storyline with Jigsaw back. I don't know what is going on. Oh, that's on. right. Isn't it uh, like Shawnee a prequel Smith or something? Is back. Well, Jigsaw is definitely, yeah. Prequel because uh, he's back. Jigsaw is back in it. Yeah. I saw a picture. Tobin Bell is hmm. back. I yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, Jigsaw, Jigsaw's back. Yeah, Tobin Bell's back. Shawnee Smith is back, who plays Amanda, who is. Oh, I love Shawnee Smith. She's like Apprentice for a bit. Um, so I forgot Shawnee Smith turns up in Armageddon. <laughs> oh yeah, when she's really young. Uh, Kevin Kevin Grutert, uh, who directed Saw uh, Six and Saw the Final Chapter, which. Oh, the <laughs> irony that the director of Saw the Final Chapter <laughs> is now. Oh no, we're not done. Saw Ten. <laughs> The um, final, final chapter. Yes, oh, is this is this going to secretly be a great film? Is this going to be our favorite horror of twenty twenty three? I don't know. Did you see there was a Twitter a little? Be like, did you I see there was a Twitter, a Twitter fight between Ghostface and Jigsaw? Uh, yes. Yeah. How good's that? <laughs> I like that sort of stuff. Speaking oh. of weird sequels, mm. um, Pet Cemetery Two. Uh, yeah. A sequel to the remake that doesn't look like a remake of the original sequel. I didn't. Mo- I actually I didn't, didn't mind the remake. I only watched it late. Oh no, it would have been for our, our Halloween October month, and I didn't mind it. Um, was it amazing? No, but it was fun enough. But yeah, I, is that, it's fun. Is that what we're calling the dead kid movie, where people have to <laughs> suffer the trauma of losing their child, only to bring them back as a zombie and then have to kill them again? Is that fun? Fun. <laughs> have you Have you seen a new one though? How- have you seen how it ends? to go for you there, Cable. Um, oh, I, fantastic. The re- oh, no, I turned the remake off, if I'm being perfectly honest. Okay. Uh, I um, I got like 40 minutes in. I was like, this just, this is this is not a Gussie movie. It's not for me. I'm out. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm look, glad it, it's good. If it's good, I'm glad it's good. Oh, look, I enjoyed it, but I probably hear what you're saying. Like when you've got kids, you're probably certain subject matter that doesn't hit you the right way that it may have when you were 21. So... Um, yeah, the the whole doesn't hit you like a truck mowing down a child. Mm. Well, <laughs> depends exactly. how much you like your kids, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a lot, a lot, <laughs> enough to not oh, watch. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna throw it. I don't think it's coming out this year, but another random sequel, which I'm still gonna go run out and see. We are the Millers, <laughs> got announced recently. Unless is that because a... Emma Roberts is in it? I oh, know. Like before that, because Jennifer Anderson's in it too, and, and Jason Sudeikis as well. Yeah, there we go. But <laughs> I remember seeing that opening night, Gold Class, in 2013. So it's almost 10 years later they're going to re- bring out a sequel to that movie. 
and it feels weird to say 10 years later because it doesn't feel that long ago, but that was a big deal and that trailer was a big deal <laughs> um, all those years ago. And it's like, oh, and Emma Roberts, yes, exactly. But it's like random. It's, what a big random. Deal. He's one to get excited about cable. This is one that will be right up your alley. Paw Patrol, the Mighty movie. We're getting a sequel to the Paw Patrol movie. There's, but they've Hello. already had the Mighty Pups movie. Oh, there are. Oh, yeah, so they're so doing the, another another sequel to no, an so the, actual film. Look, let me, hey, let me tell you yeah. about the friggin' Mighty Pups movie, all right? The Mighty Pups <laughs> movie was billed as a Paw Patrol movie. So I took my kids who friggin' love Paw Patrol to the cinema to see it. And I paid the money to go to the cinema and see it. And it went for 42 minutes. It was just yeah. a slightly longer episode. It wasn't a movie. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't a movie, just a slightly longer episode. Well, technically and for kids, I it was rageful. Refund. Oh, right. <laughs> I, yeah, but my this kids, one, yeah. The Mighty He's Movie, the sequel to that meteor movie. lands. But listen, this is the plot, and you'll appreciate this, Cable. The it's Mighty Movie will see a meteor land in Adventure City. The meteor grants superheroes powers to the adorable canine. That is what that 42 minute thing oh, was. My. So, they just so they're just that. They're rebooting the, uh, their thing into a full format. Oh, my God. My kids are going to go ballistic yeah. and they want to buy the tower. We need the mighty pup tower. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, We've I, got just the regular pup tower now. We need the mighty pup tower. Hey, you know, who's going to be in this movie again, who was also in the first one for no reason. Kim Kardashian, not even uh, as one of the mighty pups. A Liberty. One scene. She like no. Pup. Was, uh, no, she, she, she played one of the dogs in the pound. She had like uh, three lines. Kim Kardashian. The dog's name was like Sandy or something. It was so dumb. Oh. You should be writing Paw Patrol movies. Mm, I should. Oh, we no, should come you, up with. Angus. <laughs> no, we should come. We should like... come up with our own kids show because I, I think we could do something good. And the amount of crap I watch, see that kids watch these days. I'm like, oh my god, I could have come up with something better than that. And the these, first these episode of is... of my poor, or the first five minutes of my Paw Patrol movie would be an exact like shot for shot recreation of the opening of Pet Cemetery. Only instead of the kid getting mowed down, it's all the pups. <laughs> all the pups get just absolutely skittled. And then no one wants to go see a Paw Patrol movie ever again. And then the parents, the, the owners of the dogs are like, ah, oh, ah, oh, okay. And then they go inside and they live their lives. Uh, speaking of sequels, you said like We're the Millers. That's a random one that we're getting a sequel mm. to a decade later. Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. We're getting a Chicken Run sequel this year. <gasps> That's weird. Run? I love Chicken Run. Chicken Run's a very good movie. Yeah, it's great. But that was but, like 15 years ago. Yeah, we're getting a sequel. And the sequel wow. coming out this year, not like they announced this year. It's Actually, that's probably, more than, 15 years, probably yeah. more than 15 years ago. I think yeah, so. the original Chicken Run came out, I'm pretty sure, when 20 years I was ago? in high school. Uh, 2002, 2003? So like 30 years ago. That was a very early Blu-ray. I uh, not Blu-ray. DVD. You think you think I graduated high school thirty <laughs> years ago, Michelle? Is that yes. what you said? When you were, you think I, you're a genius. <laughs> was, I, I mean, all right. Look, you saved yeah, it. Doogie Howser. He graduated in tw when he was twelve. Two thousand cable. Uh, so twenty. Jesus. Oh, two thousand. Between drinks. I was graduating primary school. Mm. Was Mel Gibson back? That's the big question. Uh, let's have a little look. No, <laughs> I, I can uh, I can tell you for a fact, some of the lines from that movie I still use to this day in normal conversation at or just at about. Well, give us some. Okay, hang on. <laughs> give me one little. What would I? How would I use in the context? 
All right, while oh. you're thinking, I'll tell you some of the cast. Bella no, Ramsey, uh, who's starring in The Last of Us at the moment. Thandie Newton, mm. Zachary Levi, who is Shazam. Yeah. Uh, Nick Muhammad, who is Nate the fucker on uh, Ted Lasso. Um, Imelda Staunton, who everyone loves. That's some of the people who are coming back. No no Melly G at the moment, though. Drops uh... a line. What do you got, Cable? <laughs> I don't want to be a part. I don't like gravy. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. Worth worth it. Worth you stopping to think of it too. It's the trailer um, for this episode. <laughs> that's it. That's all we're releasing. Uh and look at that's that's pretty That's much- that's really random. That the fact that I didn't hear about that, but that's just I know their stop motion takes a lot to make, but that's just the like oh what, what can you do? <laughs> Not that long. Wallace and Gromit's a bit mm, Sean the Sheep. Well, uh, we'll, we'll go this back is to something that'll be interesting. Moving forward this year, we live in a post Top Gun Maverick world, and we have been shown, you you know, last year the biggest film of the year was Top Gun Maverick, which had a huge time between drinks. This year, most mm. likely, the biggest film of the year will be Avatar: The Way of Water. Oh, there you go. Chicken run. Chicken run. <laughs> a huge time drinks. Well, I think what we're learning is like. People are always so desperate for IP and people are starting to get a little mm. bit bored of superhero movies. So they're mm. going back yeah. to the well and we're getting Indiana Jones. We're getting uh yeah. we're getting another Kung Fu Panda, which I think has just been moved to 2024. We're getting uh what else do I just see? Uh, we're getting another Quiet Place, which has just mm. been pushed to 2024. The prequel, Quiet Place Day One, got pushed back, sadly, but take your time, guys. Um, you know, we are we are having a lot more older films. I mean the rumor that we're getting a Beetlejuice sequel will not go away. And I know, I thought I sort of felt like I, I thought that was coming out this year. Like I just had in my. It's no. been coming out this year for like twenty years. Yeah, I hope that's true. Uh, the the only thing that gives me hope is that finally, um, in the rumors, it stopped. The title has stopped being Beetlejuice in Hawaii, which is always like <laughs> what Tim Burton wants to do. He wants to do a sequel with Beetlejuice in Hawaii. He thought that. Oh, I didn't hilarious. see that. And so it's just always been like Beetlejuice in Hawaii, and now it's not. Now it's just like Beetlejuice Two is what it's being talked about as. So the other the other one I feel like's gathered momentum is um, Cloverfield. Feels like there's going to be a sequel to that or something along those lines. Yeah, well, they tried to, to make that a weird franchise with Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane, and Cloverfield Paradox, but Cloverfield Paradox wasn't good and it kind of killed it. Ten Cloverfield mm-hmm. Lane, great, and definitely a future episode on this show because a very interesting. Mm-hmm. An exciting idea for a sequel. Uh, we're getting Inside Out two next year. That's another one that's had a pretty mm. big time between drinks. Yeah, I, that's another yeah, like Karate that. Kid sequel, not a sequel to the Jane Smith remake that didn't actually feature karate. Uh, a Daniel Larusso, Mr. Miyagi, of mm. not him, you know, R.I.P. Pat Morega. But um, yeah, a Karate Kid sequel to the original series allegedly is coming out next year. Well, how does that tie in with the show? Uh, let's have a look. Or is it just? Look. It's going to be an expansion or on top of the show. Oh, I thought you meant this show. <laughs> yeah, if he wants to be on the show, yeah. Cobra Kai has no connection to the big screen project. So, mm, but... which is weird because it, it says it is the return of the original Karate Kid franchise. So, but we're going back to the, the start. Mm. Features all of the 80s characters in significant roles. Has no connection to Cobra Kai. So, kind of the movie version of what Cobra Kai did, it sounds like. All right. <laughs> Uh, my that interest is waning. A friggin' another Despicable Me is well, coming out next year. Uh, I'll tell you what, they got to lift their game on those ones. We're getting rumors. We're getting to rumor territory now. Uh, Mufasa, The Lion King, so a sequel to the 
live action one, but maybe a prequel because it's about Mufasa and spoilers, but that motherfucker dead. Um, okay, he's my most excited, like maybe movie that currently is slated for 2024, but isn't actually technically definitely happening. Twisters, Twister 2. Twister mm-hmm. 2 is finally on the cards. If they pull this off, mm. I will give them one of my children. I want this movie so badly. But how I do you do it without Bill Paxton? Mm. Yes, uh, I, I was watching it tonight. I was watching Twister tonight. So, is this um, the first, first time? time? Yeah, is this the first time. Yep. And oh, I'm not going to spoil it now. I'm not doing your, a review on Twister. Your life is better but, now. That's what's now. But um, yeah, I kind of feel like okay, I can understand Twister two because the technology and all that sort of stuff has expanded. There's so much more. You know they can do, but Bill Paxton is so important. I don't know. There's some movies I just think franchises. It's like you can replace people because it's the subject matter. It doesn't really necessarily matter about the people in the movie. It's more the the threat or the thing that's happening. But I think with a movie like that, Bill Paxton is someone. Put Bill Pullman in it, and then none of us will have any. Or idea. Jeff Daniels. Exactly. I hope that uh, in the story for Twisters, Bill Paxton's character uh, was taken by a twister. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that he has become one with the Twister and he is the Twister in the sequel. And every time <laughs> like they get close, you just see like a CG Bill Paxton in the Twister. Like, hey, hang on. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Game uh, over, man. Game over. <laughs> uh, allegedly, the film is going to focus on the relationship between Helen Hunt's character and her daughter, who uh, she shares with Bill Paxton's character. Uh, um, and I guess they're flying cows. Going mm-hmm. to hunt Twisters to seek vengeance. Like, it'd be great if there was a scene of the daughter just firing a shotgun into a twist and being like, you killed my part. <laughs> I want yeah, this movie so... to be directed by David Gordon Green. I want every sequel to be directed by David Gordon Green. <laughs> That's what I want. So it's a bit and like... Just, uh, and just call it Twister. It's going to be like Jaws of Revenge, yeah? It's just like this shark just coming after yeah, and vice versa. Yeah, the daughter is going to have a psychic link mm. with the Twister. <laughs> She's just going to wake up in the night. He's like, Ma, it's coming. Um, a film that is actually happening uh but has been pushed to 2024 as well but still like early hype because it's probably going to be my most hype movie of 2024 uh Joker Folie Adieu uh which is a sequel to Joker and also a musical which also stars Lady Gaga which just sounds marvelous Oh is that where she's playing board. Harley Quinn? Yes it is. Mhm. Uh give me give me all of it give me every one of it and that's we we're, we're really like starting to trickle down into Maybe push back. Who knows territory now? So th- I think we've covered all the the big, mm, the big movies. I think we have here. a lot of them. A lot of them you're going to be hearing about uh, in some capacity on secret. Yeah, I, th- I think we just things. off the top of our head, we're so definitely gonna, we're definitely going to be hearing about um, Indiana Jones, Evil Dead Rise. Obviously, that's one of your going to be Mission one Impossible, of your choices. Dead Reckoning. Mission Shell Impossible. Isaac glazing over. You've got so much work to do, Michelle. You have so many <laughs> we're movies. definitely going to hear about uh, Scream Six. That'll be a we're going to work the Show Barbie choice. movie into a sequel because that's the one I'm looking for. Well, the Barbie movie is an interesting one because it's it's not a sequel, but it's kind of a reboot or a remake, I guess. Because They've made like 20 friggin' animated Barbie movies. There's so, so many Barbie But like the Barbie animated universe is vast, Cable. It is vast. We and we're just transitioning it. mediums. Like that's mm. all we're doing here. Mm. The first it's, uh, live it's action. It's very, Barbie very loose. Movie. It's very, 
That's fine. There's straws being grasped. Maybe we won't do a Barbie episode, but you're probably going to hear Michelle and I just talk about Barbie in the background (laughs) of other episodes because we're both very excited for it. Um, But that's that's what's coming up in 2023. You're going to be hearing about a lot of those on Sequel Suck. Mm -hmm. uh, In addition to some some deep dives, we're probably going to do like nine episodes of Nexus 3 now because I'm going to make you guys watch that goddamn (laughs) movie and then just talk about it. Pretty, how are you feeling about the year in sequels? Are you guys excited for what's coming out? Are you, are you interested to see what happens to sequels this year, given that movies made a lot less money this year than everyone last year than everyone wanted them to? Um, yeah, do we? Michelle? I'm excited. None for of us were keen six. for Top Gun Maverick. I just want to remind you that none of us were particularly keen on Top Gun oh. Maverick. Excuse me. No. I mean, was it was it on your list of like must sees? Going to be amazing. Can't uh, go back on social media. It's time stamped. Cable's movie of 2022 was Top Gun Maverick for Chad Flicks that I was looking forward to. So I was... No, no, I'm not... I'm oh, looking forward to. Okay. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. I was 100% two, Two-thirds of the people on this show were not excited for Top Gun Maverick. I was <laughs> going to say that. So <laughs> now they won't. That... Stop talking about it. Do you know it's funny? Because I, I feel like I'd seen it twice before you'd even seen it the first time. But so. you didn't but you mention didn't it. it. You didn't say you, you didn't guys must go see it. I watched it and I hadn't even left the cinema before I was in the chat grouping. Like we're doing it tomorrow. Everyone go see this fucking movie. Um, I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a you know a certain beast with certain tastes and it's like well no one else mentioned it. I was like well I'm not gonna tell you to go run out and see it because I'm like maybe that's just me and my nostalgic brain loved it, but it doesn't, it's not everyone else's cup of tea. Well, yes, yeah, who would have thought? If I like who would have thought? You watch Michelle, it. <laughs> I'm an only child. <laughs> What do you mean? Who would have thought it. Michelle would love it? Mm. That's true. Go for the freaking. I can't talk about the beach scene anymore. It's just getting ridiculous at this point. I, d- I don't understand how you're not pumped for Magic Mike Last Dance. Then it's all beach mm. scene. No, That's all it is. I'm not a Channing Tatum. Oh, how funny! If Glenn Powell was in it, Michelle would have already known about it and been pushing for it. Yeah, so. Angus would already have tickets. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm going to throw out there. I think Transformers Rise of the Beasts is going to be our tra- uh, Top Gun Maverick this year. <laughs> I think we're going to oh, see it. Right. We're going to be like, you've, you've heard it here first. <laughs> Rise of the Beast. Yes. I'm going to champion this movie so much on the show this year. Uh, can, June 9th cannot come fast enough. <laughs> it just looks like peak stupidity. So, how many have um, I got to watch before that? Five other Transformers? Oh, like six, I think, at this point, if you include <laughs> okay. Bumblebee, isn't it? There's, uh, there's like, there's a universe. Yeah, uh, but that's that's 2023. Uh, that's what's that's what's coming down the pipe. Oh, all, we miss we actually miss one. Oh my god, really? There's what actually a Ninja Turtles movie coming. Is there there's, really? There's oh, an yeah, animated Ninja Turtles movie coming. Yeah. out. it's funny because oh no, this is wild because Ninja this Turtles is the Seth Rogen one. I would have been excited if it was the trilogy to the Michael Bay one, but it's not, so I just don't care. Well, this is weird because we got an animated Ninja Turtles movie that was kind of not quite for kids already this year on Netflix, mm. The Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, um, mm. which it's I guess it's kind of for teens. I didn't know that when me and my three-year-old sat down to put it on. Mm. It's sort of not for little kids. <laughs> um, mm. But the one that is coming out uh, this year is is, I don't know if it's directed by, but it is like co-written and produced and curated by Seth Rogen and he's, mm. he has said that this uh, film focuses very heavily on the teenage part of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles which makes me think we're yeah. going to get a pretty full on yeah, super bad movie. type yeah. 
but I'm glad you brought that because I'm I'm excited for it. I'm very very excited for it. I, yeah, um, I sort of heard that too, and then do a whole bunch of turtle content in the later. after yeah. things you said to me about the teenage mutant ninja turtles being teenagers. I don't think I can go see that one. <laughs> oh, do do you want to talk on the pod about the group chat and about <laughs> you how you're that. attracted to? <laughs> One of the characters in the Eternals oh, well, universe. I, Let's I, not I, say which one. I think we can wait for that episode. No yeah, spoilers. Um, but there's <laughs> going to be a lot of turtle content. Um, yes, we're 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 working on. We're working on. Um, yeah, I've gone back. I think you know not to go down the Ninja Turtles rabbit hole, but uh, going back, you know, Michelle did throw in the group talking about the Michael Bay ones, and it was like I had just sort of gone back to the originals, and it, I think. The second one, The Secret of the Ooze, is really worthwhile talking about in comparison to the first one because very similar to Scream 2, it was churned out really quick mm-hmm. within that 12-month time frame. Um, and they did take a lot of the feedback from parents from the first one being maybe violent. There was a way they sort of went and they sort of went a bit more family-friendly, a bit more like the cartoons, so it was a different tone. Um, but, yeah, then... It's, it's a weird franchise because it's a franchise they tried to capitalize on early thinking it was going to burn out quickly and it kind of did but it's been reinvented every five or six seven years mm. and it's still going why it's do amazing. i foresee a lot of um secret of the ooze references when we talk about the michael bay one because you have a filthy mind <laughs> that's why you have a filthy mind <laughs> fair enough uh is, is that is it the last one? Did we get him? Is that a? Is that I, mean, I think we got sequels? him. I, I think we got him. I think we got then him. Uh, we we got a big year ahead of us, friends. This is gonna be this is gonna be yeah, a start fun. marking that calendar. A fun year in movies. Look, I'll be honest. For a year in sequels, there's not a lot on that list that I'm like, Ugh. like most of it. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see that. Maybe not all of them in theaters, but like, <laughs> I'll see most yeah. of them. <laughs> There's a few that I'll wait for stream, but I'll definitely be in theaters for a lot of these. So I think it's mm. sequels are looking good this year. I'm kind of mm. pumped. I think we're gonna have a good year. That's that's what that's what is. That's what's happening. Um, but what about what was? Is is this gonna balance yeah. out against 2022 and the year that was in cinema? Because we, you know, Michelle and I got to get together and talk a bit about some of our faves, but we 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 missed you there, Cable, and we didn't get mm. to talk a great deal about mm. what what sequels were. Sonic. The Hedgehog 2 was the greatest sequel <laughs> after Top Gun Maverick. And I am dis- disappointed that it wasn't pushed by it. No, it's all good. no, I think a lot of, I think in ranking uh, the sequels from last year, it was re- really fun to go back and listen to what you guys talked about. Well, there was a lot of sequels in uh, 2022. And what I did find hard, you know, at least from my point of view, was following... It was great. Angus, you had a lot of information. You obviously saw a lot of these sequels, but for me, a lot of the sequels I hadn't seen because I hadn't maybe seen the rest of the franchise or whatever. So it's like, I'm not one that will go and watch, uh, like, uh, Confess, Fletch, because I hadn't seen the second one, I don't think, or one of, like, I hadn't seen, I'd seen the first one, I hadn't seen the second, and it's like, uh, you know, but it's definitely something I want to see now. Um, the way that you sort of pumped it up. But then that's the same for a lot of those other sequels. It's like, I'm not a, fran- a fan of the franchise. So I was like, why would I go and see that just randomly? But, you know, there was some, unfortunately, probably just after you recorded, um, you know, Jackass uh, Forever and a couple of the other ones I was able to catch up on. But yeah, there was a lot of sequels that came out and uh, 
There's some really good ones, but yeah, Top Gun by far and away it was the best. Didn't even have to be a sequel. It was probably the best movie of the year that I enjoyed. So yeah, um, so. Um, but like I said, I think you know again, Sonic. I don't know. There's something about it. It's just a good, fun family movie, and it's not overcomplicated. And it's one of those ones where there has been a great history of failed um, video game to movie sort of things that have happened over the years and yes, like, i think they've nailed sonic they've somehow nailed it they haven't put too much in and then they just opened the door for the third one and you know every five minutes i get asked when sonic 3 coming out so 2024 coming yeah out so um <laughs> i'll try and put that on a calendar for levi so um yeah no it's um been a good sequel uh you know good year for sequels but there's definitely a few more i probably need to check out um, but I'm more excited for the year coming up. I think there's more sequels on the the slate that I'm, uh, you know, in my wheelhouse and in my sort of, you know, like I said, Scream, Indie, Mission Impossible, uh, Evil Dead. There's a lot more stuff that I'm more into that you know is more conducive to me actually watching it. You know, the one thing we yeah. forgot to talk about with Top Gun Maverick, which we've talked about a lot, was the thing we forgot that Aaron Kruger helped to write that movie, famous for writing Scream Three. That was what we did talk about in the chat a lot. Mm-hmm. That we we got uh, got frustrated ourselves about. I, I talking about like what twenty twenty two looked like and what twenty twenty three is going to look like, and I think a big change. Just looking at like the top, I'll just do like, well, where I'll do the top twenty grossing films worldwide of twenty twenty two. And you'll notice pretty quickly that something consistently happens. Uh, going from 20 to 1, so Fantastic Beast Secrets of Dumbledore. We got ourselves a sequel off the bat. The Bad Guys, adaptation of a book. Bullet Train, adaptation of a book. The Lost City, an original, weirdly. Smile, an original. Lightyear, a spin-off from Toy Story. Nope, an original. Uncharted, video game adaptation. Elvis, biopic. Uh, Ad- Black Adam, comic book adaptation. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Thor, Love and Thunder. This is, uh, we're in the top eight now. Uh, the Batman, Minions Rise of Gru, Jurassic World Dominion, Avatar The Way of Water, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Top Gun Maverick. So like 12 out of 20 movies. That uh, are sequels. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And the ones that aren't are usually adaptations. And the rare, I mean, we can say Elvis is an original story, I guess, but you know, it's based on a real person's life. Biography. Yeah. Nope and Smile are the only two things in the top 20 grossing films that are actually original stories not adapted from a book comic book and mm. very very big outliers not sequels to other things but the sequels the top 10 uh these are sequels to old old properties mm-hmm. sonic the hedgehog 2 we've had sonic games for a long time spider-man thor the batman minions jurassic park or jurassic world avatar doctor strange like all of the ones that gross the ones that have been around forever mm. in some form, be it comic book, book, film, TV. It's like, it's nothing. None of the sequels are recent in, mm. in their ideas. You know, it's not like we're getting a, a, a I don't know, a get out too. And it's a sequel to a recent smash. Mm. Like everything is so ingrained. But even when you think of, so much in this year, Yeah, but even when you think about, when you think about scream five, that made big bank for what they were kind of expecting Again, and that's, you know, a franchise that hadn't been touched since, what, 
2010 and even then like that was a bit of a fizzer so you could almost say if you're going off just the first trilogy and focusing on that like you're looking at 2000 you're looking at 22 years or 20, yeah, well, screen, years. screen 5 the 25th highest grossing film of last year yeah uh halloween ends the 30th highest grossing film yeah. of the year like you know even the ones that didn't come in the top 20 um when you start tracking down like still films that have been around forever yeah, you know, like most of the top 100 films are sequels to long, long-standing properties, not anything really new. Mm. And it's, it's. I, I think maybe the exciting thing about 2023, looking back at 2022, is the floodgates have been opened a bit by Top Gun Maverick of like you can go deep into old properties that don't have any sequels and make a sequel that is not mm. a reboot or a remake. It continues on that story, but also we kind of did all the sequels mm. last year. Like we, we, there are, there's no more like huge properties that are currently ongoing to make sequels to Jurassic world has wrapped itself up. They said that they're done. Um, you know, uh, I mean, minions. Right. But aren't yeah. they doing a spinoff of locusts now? Or? Yeah. So I was thinking <laughs> it's so good. Jurassic right. locusts. Oh God! Right. <laughs> um, I did laugh when you guys started talking about that because I only recently seen Dominion and I was like, oh, yeah, it was. I understand why they kind of went there, but it was kind of like, oh, really? You kind of pick your lane, stay in it. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of the big franchises have been around for a while. Um, they're they're wrapping up, or we, we've done mm. them, or if we are going to get another one, it's going to be a couple of years. Like we mm. we don't have one coming out next year we don't have a ton of marvel movies coming out this year we don't have a ton of dc movies not compared to previous years so i think we can look back at 2022 and be like oh that was a year that we really like ticked a lot of shit off you know mm-hmm. we're getting it you know we're getting a sore 10 we're getting a fast 10 this year but you know we we saw it happen we also saw that this shit makes money so whenever people ask, hey, why are you guys doing a podcast all about sequels and why are sequels around so much? The top 10 highest grossing movies in the world last year were all sequels with the notable exception of The Batman. Well, there we have it, fans. We have lost Angus due to technical difficulties. He's not even camping and we've lost him. Technical so it was a pretty good uh summation of what we've got coming up in 2023 uh angus was uh did his homework very well on what sequels are coming up just to recap michelle we know scream six is your most anticipated film of the year mm-hmm. what else apart from that are you looking forward to sequel wise scream six i think is all i'm looking forward to <laughs> wow okay uh yeah so yeah obviously scream six for me uh indiana jones uh, mission impossible are probably the three I'm looking forward to the most. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a big year in sequels. Uh, last year was pretty big. Mm-hmm. Though you and you and I didn't watch too many of those films. I reckon like no. I watched twelve of them. I think I watched um, about seven. Some I, some I didn't even know existed, and and some were to franchise I'm not a fan of or hadn't seen fully. And I'm a bit of a completist. I have to watch all the films, regardless whether they fit in the timeline or not. Before I watch a certain film, so. But on that note, just remember, not all sequels suck. Cue the swing by Everclear. Never said I was